this is the ladies guide to dude cinema my name is Meg Charwood, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us that we have to see. And we are filming this episode. Um, so we are, look, we don't know where to do it. My eyeline's very confused. That's all right. He's into it. He's into it. Okay. Okay. I'll just stare directly at you for a little while. <laughs> How are you this week? Occasionally. Look back. Seamless. Seamless. She's a pro. She's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Alexia. Yes. How are you? I'm well. Yes. <laughs> Just had to consider, run through the numbers. Yep, I'm well. How Great. are you? That's good. I am good. I'm good. I mean, we're back. We're gigging. Um, me and – oh, I saw your show. Oh, yes. Yes. It was and I saw your show the week before. <laughs> because we are friends. Friends. <laughs> Sorry, I have clammy hands. It's so cold. Yeah, very cold. Oh my very cold. You need to. We need to use some mittens. Or something. We don't usually sit so close to each other, so now we can actually touch. This is yeah. nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Goodness, Alexia, I have a very yes. important question for you, though. Yes. Apart from how you are, what have you watched this week? I actually watched a really good movie just last night. What? Yeah, this is fresh off the press. Oh my god, you heard it here first. I we wanted to watch a just a scary movie, so we just looked up scary movies, and there's this movie that came out last year, and it's called Alone. Oh, it. it sounds very lockdown COVID yeah. vibes, mm-hmm. but it actually wasn't. Um, this it's this very scary like suspense thriller kidnapping movie, and it's. I really recommend it. Like, I think it was really well written. It was shot beautifully. Like, it looks stunning. The, the final scene is just out of this world. Um, but, like, the actual storyline, like, it was easy to get through. Like, it was scary, suspenseful, but nothing too fucked up happens. Yeah. You know, like, it's very, it's A to B, but then there's some twists and turns that you don't expect. But, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's Alone. Alone. Mm. Oh, what's it streaming on? The server that we illegally download movies to. <laughs> Criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Lock her up, Those, I yeah. say. I want to go back into lockdown. <laughs> Put me away. What about you? I have, oh, actually, one more thing that I have been yes. watching this week. <laughs> this is an anti-recommend. Did you ever watch the show Girls? No. Mm. I have steered because I came into it too late yeah. when everyone was already like, this show is Bad. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I I watched it originally when I was um their age, so when I was twenty five. Yeah. And so back this is pre me too, pre awareness of women being treated well by men, <laughs> and women not being super toxic. And so back then I thought it was like the best show ever. I'm like, oh, I feel seen, and these people are real. And I've just started to randomly go back and watch it now. And these people are the worst people in the <laughs> world. They're all so awful. Like there's only like one good character, Shoshana. Shout out, Shoshana. Um, everyone else sucks. Even Adam Driver's character fucking sucks. They're all just so mean to each other and so oh. toxic and controlling and just blah. So that's an anti-recommend. If you were going to go deep dive back into girls. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, no, no. It's yucko. <laughs> So what have you watched this week? What do you recommend? I watched – what have I watched? Okay, this is what I watched. Mm -hmm. I love – as we know, I love documentaries about pop stars. Of course. They're my favourite thing of all time. And I wasn't aware that there is a documentary about Pink. Mm. 
on Amazon Prime. I didn't know that either. So I was like, I absolutely have to dabble you into must. that. And I'm like not a massive pink fan. Mm-hmm. I think like everyone's kind of like, she's for mums, but which we shouldn't be doing. That's not True. okay. Mm. We can't shouldn't mum shame people. Mm. Um, and she's amazing. Um, I, she right? Oh, but ugh. I loved it. Okay. I fucking, she's amazing. She's a great mom. It's like her talking about how like she brings her kids on tour and she's like, most of my day is being a mom. And then I'm pink and like showing like her kids like not understanding that she's pink and I'm just like. Cute. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because I always wonder what the kids of famous people, how they do it, how they comprehend it. Yeah. yeah, what they understand about their lifestyle and stuff. Yeah. Oh, literally at one point she's like, she's like, Willow, do you want to like come out and sing? And she's like, no, <laughs> I don't. And I was like, I would Bitch. come out and sing. I would do it oh pink. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll be out there on stage in a heartbeat. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. What was that on? Amazon Prime, baby. Okay. Um, oh. So that's what I've watched this week. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Um, okay, should we jump into the film yes. that we are all here to talk about? Yes, what well, we also both watched this week. We are doing Boondock Saints. Boondock. Which was requested Saints. by Deanne on Insta. And I feel like it might be the same Deanne. Deanne, are you getting a double request <laughs> in a row? <laughs> um, and she just says that she loves it uh, with no irony. But she would like to see what we think about it. Let's find out. So what did thank you, you thank you, Deanne. Um, so, Beck, had you ever heard of this movie before? Have you ever seen it? Yes, I okay. had heard of it before, um, but just the name. Okay. I just know the name. I don't know any references. Mm-hmm. I don't know any actors. Mm-hmm. Even post watching this film, I couldn't tell you any of the actors' <laughs> names. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> and so, beforehand, um, what did you what did you think the movie would be about? Did you have oh, an idea? It was about. Boston. I thought okay. it was about rough and tumble dudes yep. from the wrong side of the tracks. Uh-huh. And I thought there would be a dog in it at some point. Uh, okay, yep. Um, and that's it. <laughs> what cool. about you? Um, I had seen this movie, but like years ago, and I don't remember it at all. Right. But basically, I thought it was like going to be like a snatch or a lock stock and two smoking barrels type right. movie. Like I thought, I knew that there was like gangster elements to it. I thought it was set in the UK. Like, yeah. I would have thought that as well. What's the guy who did Lockstock Guy and two? Richie. Richie. So I thought it'd be like a Guy Richie type movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I knew. <laughs> Shall we jump in? Let's do it. On the streets of Boston. This was no gangland assassination. It was way too sloppy. Something went wrong here. An FBI agent is on a case. All the low lowlifes in the quiet city of Boston start dropping dead, and you think it's unrelated. They're all bad guys. Now they're all dead bad guys. The victims are the mob. What we have here, gentlemen, is the beginning of the first international mob war. And the hitmen think they're on a mission. From God. Anybody you think is evil. Don't you think that's a little weird, a little psycho? With every breath, we shall hunt them down. Each day, we will spill their blood. There was a firefight! 
Two Irish Catholic brothers become vigilantes and wipe out Boston's criminal underworld in the name of God. Oh, okay. You know what? I think that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's not... I mean, yeah, it sums up what happens, but I don't think it gives you the actual... Vibe. Vibe. Of the film. Mm, yeah. Alexia, for people who have not seen Boondock Saints, okay. how would you describe it to them? Okay. I would basically, I would describe the vibe as brown, <laughs> again, as and we see so very often. N- not in the cast diversity, by the way. I oh, really God, want no. to. <laughs> oh, no. White is white can be. <laughs> in that sense. The palettes, the landscapes. Brown, 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 as far as the eye can see. Um, so it's basically about these two, yeah, Irish, <laughs> okay, one Irish brother and one American guy doing a terrible Irish accent, <laughs> brother. Um, uh, and they're, they're twins, apparently, which I didn't know. Um, Girl, no. no. <laughs> and they, yeah, they somehow, like, they just, they live in shit and, they eat shit, they just are shit, and then all of a sudden they're, like, wrapped up in this, like, mobster murder thing and there's a cop who wants to put them away but then realises that they're actually the good guys because they they killed these dudes but they were bad dudes. So the cop suddenly gets on their side and they just basically, yeah, become vigilantes and they want to kill all of the bad guys in Boston and then um, Billy Connolly is also there. At the end. What? Oh, yeah. So the old guy that joins them, he's Billy Connolly. You know, the old mate that joins them at the end that ends up being their dad. That's Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. As a comedian, I can't believe I missed that. (laughs) I mean, he's wearing sunnies and he's very much not dressed like normal Billy Connolly. Oh, you could tell me one of the leads in this is Jude Law and I'd be like, yeah, probably. Okay. I don't know. It was yeah. so hard to see anything that was yeah. happening. And so for that reason, I think it's got very Guy Ritchie, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels Snatch vibes because yeah. there's just a million dudes and they all look the same. Yeah. They're all introduced really quickly. And yeah, so. Oh, we didn't even get the Guy Ritchie like whip around of like, this no. is Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's I a remember that's him from someone else. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I definitely, like, the first, my first thought as soon as we started and I realised they were, like, Irish and it was that gangster thing, I was like, fuck, am I about to be told a million different characters' names and their background and I'm not going to remember them at all. But they Mm. didn't really do, yeah, you're right, they didn't do that Guy Ritchie whip around as much. No. Um, okay, so... Shall we start with cast? I guess. I'm not going to okay. know any of these people. Is there any, apart from Billy Connolly, is there anyone of note? Yes. The guy who does the terrible Irish accent, he's Norman Reedus and he's, I don't know if you would have, did you watch The Walking Dead? No. He was in Walking Dead and a few other things since then. He's kind of like this, cool. he's like the cool indie hot guy in Hollywood. Or he was for a while anyway, at least oh. after Walking Dead came out. No idea. Um, and that's it. That's it? <laughs> that's it. Norman Reedus, Billy Connolly, I didn't recognise anyone else. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I couldn't tell you any characters' names. Oh, God, no. Except for the funny man. Sure. Who, for the first half hour, I was like, is that Dave Grohl? 
Oh, I see that. I was trying not, to figure out. <laughs> it's not Dave Grohl, by the way. Absolutely not. I was trying to figure that out too. I thought he looked familiar, but um, he's. I think he's just got that face, especially when he's got the long hair and the beard, where he just looks like every <laughs> man with long hair with and, long a and a beard. Um, but yeah, he's. I, that's like his character's name is his real name in real life, and I don't think he's had many other roles and stuff. Oh. Um, <laughs> I thought he was good. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't had other roles after that. But I, look, was not drawn in by anyone's no. performances in this. No. Like, unlike Ruby Sparks, where I was like, yeah. okay, I don't like this movie, but I can acknowledge the acting is, is incredible. Good. Yeah. This one, I was like, oh, sorry, Willem Dafoe. Oh, fuck me dead. That's the other yes. note. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Should but- we start with Mr. Big dick energy himself. <laughs> I should have never told you that. Had a I big couldn't dick. unsee it. So if you didn't listen to our what was it Apocalypse Now? I think Apocalypse Now episode. Yeah. Beck uh, did the disservice of informing me of the fact that apparently Willem Dafoe has a scary big penis. He's got a big penis and a scary big. I think were the words. Yeah, you can look it up online. Uh, it, yeah. I just don't like it it's for him. I just don't. Don't, like it don't for do him. it. Just take our word for it. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Willem Dafoe was in this. Uh, what did you think of him? And his okay, so I have to. I, what I have to say about Willem Dafoe's performance, I think, ties into everything I feel about this movie. I feel like this movie was given to a bunch of uh, film students. And then they just gave them the world's biggest budget. Mm-hmm. And then this is how this movie happened. Interesting you would say that because the man who wrote this film, this is his first time ever writing I a screenplay. Because <laughs> just like everything is like too big for the screen. Very campy, I found. Like over, yeah, very over the top. Yeah. 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 And like, because uh, well, particularly Willem Dafoe's entrance. <laughs> That entrance. Well, like, he comes in and he's, like, he comes into this crime scene. In slow-mo. In slow-mo. And he's, like, he's got, like, a discman. <laughs> it's, like, he doesn't speak to anyone. He's, like, shh, 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 Puts in his discman and he's listening to classical music. And he's, like, conducting in the air. Yeah, and he's just taking in the scene and he's, like, it's a st- I know what happened. He mm. was shot and then someone punched him in the dick. <laughs> And then over there, there was a kerfuffle. A pigeon flew off in the distance. And you're just like... Dude, for one, you're adding elements that no one can fact check. So now you're just lying for the the sake of pantomime. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I reckon 100% either it was either Willem Dafoe or the director, like had him do that performance style because they 100% wanted them to have like a spin-off show of those kind of like, you know, like medium and those like... Detectives that have like a, a paranormal yeah, kind Sherlock of Sherlock Holmes and he yeah. goes into the mind palace. That- yes, yeah, exactly. So that's they're like, all right, well, we'll get him to do it in this movie because a he's got a big dick and b he's a good actor, and then we'll get. Stop bringing it up. I can't. <laughs> and then uh, we'll yeah we'll totally get a spinoff. It can be like mm, classical music detective. Yeah, it's a working title. <laughs> Classical music detective. <laughs> he listens to classical music while he solves crimes. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. <laughs> is. 
Um, sorry, yes, yeah, so his entrance. Um, yes, so it's so like, and I was like, oh, it's a bit over the top. I'm sure it will calm down throughout the movie. No, this is not what happens at all. They ramp that shit up. He gets crazier and crazier. And it's like, I, I think it was meant to be like, he's obsessed with this case. Mm. But it gets to the point where he's just like running around throwing things at a crime scene. Yeah. Like, oh, why can't I catch these guys? <laughs> I'm a cop. I'm trying to catch people. And you're like, dude, dude calm down. You are compromising the crime scene yes, for one. That yeah. is bad detective work. He's just putting his finger on things and licking yes. stuff and like smelling things. Just, like lick some blood to yeah. see that there was like ammonia in it. Yeah, nary a glove inside. Never wears a glove. Got Mm-mm. one in his pocket because that's how he picks up the finger but doesn't yeah. like to put them on. Itchy. So stupid. So, yeah, he's very, his character's very camp and over the top and I to be honest I quite liked his performance because like, everything was so brown and just so uh just yuck that his kind of over the top performance was like the one thing that kind of interested me I think throughout this movie that is true did you like it or was it gross? I didn't like it no <laughs> it was just like because I I literally couldn't just sit and watch this movie I was like I have to do work in the background yeah I can't mm-hmm. I, it's a. This is hurting my brain. Absolutely, uh, it hurt my brain. Yeah. Also, for, okay. So Billy Connolly. Yes. Um. What did you think of his character? <laughs> As what was it? What was the character called? Oh, I don't know. Do you even have a name? I don't know. It was like the big boss, the man, the killer supreme, or something. Mm. I don't know. I think it had like. I think this movie had elements where if it was done better, it would be better. You know, like I really liked Billy Connolly's like character, how there's all this mythology around him and stuff. And when you first meet him, he's being, you know, in the prison, he's being wheeled out. (laughs) (laughs) Am I giving this way too much credit? Okay, I had such issue with that scene. Oh, really? Because. I thought it was cool. I just, I love psycho stuff. So I was like, ooh, he's going to be fucking soccer. Okay, it was like, yes, but my big issue with it is they're like wheeling him out on essentially what is a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was like, I don't know if you've ever sat on a skateboard and been pulled around. Mm. Like, very fun. But standing, yeah. just like stark still being pulled on a skateboard. Oh, my God. I was like, the core work that he must have. <laughs> like, this man's going to fall over. <laughs> It's really going to ruin the gravitas of this scene. I mean, how many takes I wonder were there where it's just like him? Because he has to be this big foreboding, like, psycho in jail and he's all chained up and stuff and, yeah, he's rolled out. How many takes was it, like, where it just ended with him being like, whoop, yeah. sorry? Um, um, but yeah, I, I liked that entrance. I think I was because he doesn't. We didn't really meet him until like halfway through, yeah, or towards the end even, yeah. And so when that came in, I was like, "Oh, goody! Like another element that can just kind of ramp up the stakes, so I'll make it a bit more exciting." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Did you get that he was their father? Yes. Okay. And that. But it's so hard to tell. I was like, is that what they're implying? But it was it's never like said. Yeah. It's just because he finishes the prayer for them. Yeah, literally, okay. So this is their whole thing is they kill people who are bad mm. and then they like say a prayer and it ends with Spiritu Santi. And mm. I'm just like, you guys are 
This sounds wrong coming out of your Irish mouths. It um, does. <laughs> sorry. I don't know what else to say. But so like they're like, it's a family prayer. And I was like, that's really wedged in late in the movie. Like, I don't okay. know. Like, it's not like set up from the start. They yeah. do the prayer like nine times and then. That's true. They never, yeah, they never explain what the prayer yeah. is. Until right before. They're like, it's a family thing. And then Billy Connolly's character comes out and says the prayer. And they're like, they might as well have turned and looked back and be like, Dad. <laughs> Oh, my God, Dad, you came back. We missed you so much. <laughs> yeah, the family prayer thing was definitely just wedged right at the last minute. Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way, it's a family prayer. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, good and now, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the guy uh, who wrote and directed the film, his name's Troy Duffy. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> He apparently, like, so this is his first screenplay. I don't know if he did much after this, but he um, apparently was a bit of an asshole to work with and uh, this movie, like, was really, like, hot, you know, hot property for a while. Everyone in Hollywood was talking about it, but I think he was really difficult with getting studios involved and stuff. And so it ended up basically having a really small release. It was only released in five cinemas over like its opening what? weekend and then it wasn't until it was released on DVD or VHS whatever it was around then um and like blockbuster kind of had like a campaign to bring it back into like popularity because no one really saw it when it was first released so it was blockbuster that kind of created its like cult status for them oh wow mm. I wonder how many movies that Blockbuster is responsible for doing that for. Yeah, totally. Because I remember back in the day when you went to the video shop and, like, you would ask whoever was working there, mm-hmm. you'd be like, what's good? Yeah. And they would know. They'd be like, bro, you got to see the butterfly effect. <laughs> I mean, it was always the butterfly effect. It was always <laughs> the butterfly effect. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so true. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it on the shelf. <laughs> In the new release section. <laughs> um, yeah, so originally it was it was uh, the limited release screening or the limited screening in the US was because uh, the Columbine High School massacre happened not long before this. Oh. And then this movie is very violent and glorifies violence and stuff. So they decided to pat down the release and not do a proper release of it. Yeah, damn. That's why. I mean, absolutely. The violence in this movie really yeah. What do you think of that? Me, I didn't like it. It was mm. too like because it didn't like build up to it. Yeah, like it just like it went to eleven and then stayed there. Stay there the whole mm. movie. Like, mm. and it wasn't like nuance. It was literally just shooting people in the face at like close range. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't like. I didn't catch on to the whole vigilante thing quickly or I don't know I just think it wasn't really like explained overtly that like this is what they I don't know there was just a few moments in it where I was like well I'm lost I don't really know what's happening or who these guys are who they've just killed (laughs) good I was like who are we killing yes what is the goal yeah why like did you guys were you doing this before has this started within the world of this film, yeah, I yeah. don't know. And then what, like, they never really, I don't think they really had a discussion between them about 
their plan of attack with now that like now what they do is kill bad guys. Yeah. They just kind of like they accidentally killed these two bad guys in the alley and then all of a sudden that's their whole job now. Yeah. Um and it just it was yeah, it wasn't obvious. And yeah, I was definitely lost. That's what gave me again super lock stock and two smoking barrel vibes where it's just like, I don't know who these people are. Yeah. I don't know who the bad guy is. <laughs> is the funny man, is he a bad guy or does yeah. he is he double crossing them or Okay, I have a question about the funny man. Um one not funny. We're not funny. <laughs> not even a question. Just a yeah. Not funny. Observation. Um <laughs> two. So he knew them beforehand. At the start he's like introduced we're like yes. he's friends. He hangs out with the crew. Yes. And then all of a sudden he's not with the crew. Mm. He's working with the enemy. Yeah. And they're like, We're gonna kill you, motherfucker. And Yeah, the- in that ho- hotel room yeah. scene. And they're like, ha ha, it's just a joke. And then he's like, ha ha ha. Anyway, let's go kill people together. And I was like, what? Where, where are your allegiances, yeah. sir? What was the exchange? Like, yeah. No, it was never discussed. I think that's definitely yeah, the screenplay's fault. I think yeah. it, it, I reckon this guy, this Troy Duffy, was just trying to be like cool and like everything's read between the lines and nuanced and stuff. But instead, I think what happened is like a lot of people would have been like us watching this being like, well, who the fuck are you killing? Yeah. Who's the bad guy? What is going on? Why do you on? hate him? Yeah. And why does he like you now? Yeah. Like I was confused with, um, I don't think it was explained overtly enough when Willem Dafoe's character switched sides. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Are you just thinking of him I, at the end? Yeah. So, look, I thought that was brilliantly done. Mm. Like, because, spoilers, at the end. So, Willem Dafoe's character. Yes. Uh, at the end to try, like, infiltrate the big bad boss again i don't know who any of these fucking but, uh, people yeah, are <laughs> like but like why and why were they that yeah it was all very murky all weird and so he dresses as a woman mm. to like try like to get in to pretend to be a sex worker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um to try and I, like at first when they showed him dressed as a woman for that I, that pan up from the back yeah mm-hmm. i was like, oh, I don't feel good. I don't feel yeah. good about this. <laughs> I, what are they gonna? <laughs> What's gonna happen? Do I? This is bad. Yeah. Like this is the nineties. Scary. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. So anyway, <laughs> and then after they showed uh, him, uh, like front on, and I was like, oh, I wasn't as bad as I thought it would mm. be. And then as it went on, I was like, he definitely did character work. Yes. Because he just fell into that body. Absolutely. And walking in those heels yeah. and everything. I thought he did a great job I in thought, drag. Yeah, genuinely. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, thank, thank God. God. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> his character is gay, right? Yes. Um, which I do. Let's speak about that. Yeah. So I do, I do think I hadn't read anything about this, but I'm sure that, you know, now looking back on it, it was very, I think what the screenplay, uh, the writer was doing is like, he's an eccentric character. He's kind of crazy. Yeah. So obviously he's also gay. Yeah. You know, like I think they thought those two things went together. Yeah. Back in those days, like in movies, mm. just like crazy guy, really out there, you know, so he obviously must be gay as well. Yeah. So that felt a bit strange. Yeah, definitely. And this movie was so weird because it like at the start it opens – 
it like it has these parts of it that you're like, oh, that's different for something in the 90s. That's sure. a bit of diversity. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then it whips it right back. Oh, yeah. Like at the start. So at the very start, they're like uh, – um, the priest who's like giving the sermon is like um there's another type of evil oh yeah and that's like good men who stand by and watch bad things happen yes and i was like okay wow <laughs> that is some pre me too yeah yeah like foresight true, yes true. this is what we are talking about mm-hmm. this is what needs to stop happening and then immediately goes into a scene where one of the twin brothers punches a woman in the face because she didn't like that he made a sexist joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they they open the movie with their mission statement and then they immediately forgot it for at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's I like, forgot that whole story at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like your whole... Again, it's this thing of like their whole idea of evil is like, yeah, when bad men kill people, and mm. it's like, babe, no, there's, there's this is a multi-layered so concept, <laughs> so much more going on. Yeah. Um. Did you? Okay, so there's a couple of things that I just thought was funny during the movie. I don't know where this came from in like the writing process, but at one point, did you clock that Willem Dafoe orders a latte with a twist of lemon? Is that a thing that people put in their bodies? What? A latte with a twist of lemon. What? Yeah. What? So, but he's gay, so that makes sense. (laughs) Of course, he's got to make it for Rudy. (laughs) What is wrong with So there's just that. um (laughs) This is, again, like, we had this as well in... um, Fuck, what Oh, the Karate Kid, where mm-hmm. men just don't know how beverages are meant to be made. <laughs> like a hot red wine, <laughs> no, cold, red, cold wine, red wine, a hot beer, a latte with a twist of lemon. It's like, a, do, do you, you can, not prepare drinks for yourself even? Do you want to curdle that milk? What yeah. is happening? <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, did you, what did you think of the two, the two twins? Like, did you think they were hot or anything like that? Yeah, neither. I think I have a feeling that they were kind of meant to be like the heartthrobs of the nineties, but they just looked smelly. Yeah. And they, (gasps) their apartment. Oh, disgusting. Oh my God. It was like, um, it's like the fight club house, like on steroids. Yes. And the Fight Club house, it's like that's a man going through a full mental breakdown, yes. starting a cult. Right. I'm like, I get why your house is like this. Sure, sure, sure. These are two men that... This is just their lives. They've got a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> <They> do. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, goodness. I really didn't like that they killed the cat. Oh, um, I that I had to replay that scene. I had to replay it as well. I didn't realize that that's what happened. Yeah. Right? Again, another scene where it's like, what is happening? Yeah, I think they were trying to be too cool. Yeah. And indie yeah. and arty. Oh. But, yeah, the scene where they killed the cat was... That was awful. So upsetting. Isn't there a thing? Did you tell me about a thing where it's like, don't kill the cat or something? Yes. There's like a principle in film? Is I think it? so, yeah. Don't kill the cat or something like that. But anyway, they fucking killed the cat. 
and I don't like it. Yeah, and then they were mean about it. Yeah, they were awful. This lady who's done nothing wrong is her cat, and then she comes home and she's like, where's my cat? And he's like, I killed it. Yeah, he's fucking, that's funny, man. He's psycho. Yeah, you're like, what has she done? Yeah, like, she's the junkie. Yeah. So, you've been living in a house for three weeks. Yeah. You just said that. It's the 90s. Everyone's a drunk. Wait, he was living. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't he living there? Because he's like, I don't know when she's coming back or something. But he's been like, so wait, he's just, she's letting him live there. I think so. That's, again, I don't know. It's not clear enough. <sighs> we, uh, we need to stop putting up with this shit. Yeah. Women, don't let men live with you for free. Please. <laughs> Stop it. Because they will kill your cat. Yes. That's what will happen. Yes. And then you'll be like, can you pay rent? And they'll be like, what do you even mean by that? Yeah. What are you even talking about right now? You'll get really angry. You'll put a gun in your face. It's all that that thing. This is a documentary. I have to ask, have you ever had a man live with you for free? No. Okay. Have you? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. What was that like? Not fun. Um, yeah. And we'll leave it. It was rude. It was really it's rude. It's very rude. Yeah. Very rude. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I was just racking my brain. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what this guy was doing. That's yeah. the funny man. <gasps> Did you like this movie? No. Not at all? No, no, no. I did the thing. It was like it was trying too hard to be edgy. Mm. It was like it really was just like, you figure it out. Yeah. No, you write the fucking movie. You write the movie for us. Yeah. That's what we're here for. We don't want to write the movie. That's your job. Yes. I And as well, like it was like the direction was like whatever. I guess for someone's first time it was fine. But also like did you find the editing on this weird? I think so. Yeah, it just cut, like, yeah, in the middle yeah. of scenes and shit. Again, I think that's trying to be edgy and arty. Just, Do you think dudes like this movie? Yes. Yeah. I think so. It's got everything in it. Yeah. It's got leather trench coats. Yeah. <laughs> it's got boys being boys. It's a disgusting apartment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, there was I thought there was one very cool scene. You know that scene where they're in that big hotel room where mm-hmm. all the mob bosses are meeting and then they're in the vents and then they fall through the vents and then they accidentally um, are upside down and then they back to back and then they shoot everyone was in a circle. Cool. Okay, I thought that was okay. very cool. That was good. And I recognised that when I saw that. So I think that might be like an iconic scene from this film. Oh. But I thought that was cool. I also thought... Like, despite Willem Dafoe's very strange performance of um, classical music detective, I did think it was cool how – I don't think this has done enough for it to be an actual, like, running theme in the film, but a couple of times they would show us the crime scene and show us Willem Dafoe trying to work out what happened and then they'd go back to what actually happened. Yes. I liked that back to front thing. That was really cool. It started cool and then it got yeah. weird at the end. And that, I think it lulled me into a false sense of security and with Willem being interesting. But then, um, yeah, his character just went up to fucking 100 and that's where it kind of lost me. Because then there's also there's a really nice scene like, I thought it was a cute, funny scene with him and his boyfriend and he's in, they're in bed and his boyfriend's just trying to cuddle him. You thought it was cute? I thought it was at the beginning because oh. I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, this maybe might be like the comedy element, like the tension relief scene. But then he just turns, he just says the F slur and it turns really fucking awful. Yes. Again, this movie, it's like, it's like, oh, and then yeah. it's like, oh. oh. Yes. 
That's yeah. exactly this movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like even they had like the bartender, I think was written to have Tourette's. Oh yeah, that's and right. Then they just like and you're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Look at the representation, and then they're like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they said the R word as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it had had potential. Mm. And I do like Norman Reedus, even though his – did you know – did you clock that his accent was terrible? Whose? Norman – the (laughs) – I don't even know how to describe him because they look exactly the same, but not in a twin way, just in a – all dudes look the same. I don't even know whom you speak of. Norman Reedus. He was one of the brothers. That guy. Oh. Oh, he's. Oh, he doesn't look as good as he used to. He looks scurry. He doesn't look scurry. He looks like real life Van Helsing. He does. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think it had potential. I can see why people would love this because this has become like a cult classic. I definitely have heard people be like, "Boondock Saints is fucking sick." Yeah. Um. But I just think it just, yeah, kept falling short. Yeah. Didn't fully get over the line. And it hasn't aged well either. No. Like, it also did the Quentin Tarantino thing where it's like, <laughs> it's a script. I can say a slur. And I was like. Because that's what this character would say. So now I get to write down a slur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm untouchable. Yeah. It's like, ugh, mm. really? Yeah. You what? You're like, you think you're an amazing writer? Mm-hmm. Like you, it's people that think that they're, you know, being brave or different by writing slurs. Yeah, absolutely. Bro, nah. grow up, grow nah. up. Well, interesting <laughs> film. <laughs> Look, I'm glad that we've seen it. I'm glad we've seen it too. Sorry, Deanne. It was a dis. Oh my gosh, Deanne, you love it unironically. Let us know why. Yeah. What are the things? Yeah, and if you do like this movie, please like tell us what yeah. it is. Um, we won't judge because maybe this is just one of those ones that if you've loved it, as mm. always, if you've loved it since it came out, maybe of its time it was really cool and different. Yeah. But maybe I think it's just one of those ones on a rewatch. It's quite. It's just disappointing. Yeah. Just falls short. Yeah. Um, okay, did a couple of questions for you. Did this movie make you horny? No, 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 either. No. Would you recommend this movie on a date? No. Nah. No, thank you. It's not even easy enough to be like, okay, it's just an easy chuck it on watch. It's, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be quest- asking too many questions throughout it. Um, and, okay, ratings. How many, how many lattes with a twist of lemon? Do you give this movie out of five? I give it one. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can even stomach that latte. Okay. It's just. Lem- Sorry. I'm- Honey, I would understand. Yeah. But lemon? Lemon? No. This man's never together. drank a coffee in his life. <laughs> I give it. I give it one as well. I think yeah. it's it's not unrateable by any stretch. It's mm. still an okay movie. Um, and I'm really, yeah, would be really interested to find out why people love it. Yeah. Is it like, is it that it's quotable? Is it cool? It Are they meant really to be quotable hot? one. Yeah. It's, yeah, but anyway, whatever. Whatever. I'm, uh, sorry, I'm dizzy even thinking about this movie. And don't I'm, kill the cat. That's just all I have to say. Don't kill the cat. Don't kill the fucking cat. Cool. All right, well... <laughs> That was Boondock Saints. That was Boondock Saints. Uh, and we, as we said before, we are video recording this in our brand new studios. We are with DM 
podcast. Very exciting. Look at this logo behind us. If you're listening, you can't look at it. But the if you go to the Patreon, you yep. absolutely can. So patreon.com slash ladies guide to cinema to $7 a month to see all of our extra content like this video. Yay. Um, so if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We love you. Thank you. Love you. Oh, oh my God. What? I almost forgot. Oh. Alexia. Yeah, oh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Akumite to you. And to you and yours. Thank you so much. Do-do. Do-do.